Mix 92.9, real life with Anna Marie and Carice. So when difficult things happen in our world, uh, fortunately, we have some people to help us through it. Yeah. And there was news that the latest word is that 19 children and two adults were killed in a school shooting in Texas. Mm-hmm. We're just, we've been watching images, hearing the stories, and we're just heartbroken. Absolutely. So we have Nashville psychologist Dr. Catherine Sherrod on the line. First of all, welcome. And Dr. Sherrod, where do we begin with this? How do we start this conversation with our families or even just each other? Unfortunately, one of the major problems is there just aren't any good answers. Yeah, right. Normally, when we talk to kids, we want to reassure them in some fashion that we're there for them and we're there to protect them and we'll take care of them. And when something like this happens, it makes it perfectly clear that We don't really know how to keep kids safe um, because this is not the first time it's happened. Um, It's a part of a terrible long list. Yeah. And I, I am, I am shocked and I'm sad. And um, I suppose if I try to think like a clinician, One of my clients was asking me recently, how do I move forward when everything looks so miserable to me? The world looks miserable to me. And I said, my answer as a therapist is that there are always things going on that we find horrendous, intolerable, sad, unacceptable which could involve someone dying in an accident, someone getting cancer, Mm -hmm. um, someone betraying us in some fashion. There are always things that happen. And the only way to move forward is to make an effort to notice what there is positive to hold on to. Yeah. Now, for the families in this situation... I'm not sure what there is positive to hold on to. Yeah, So exactly. my usual strategy is lacking because it is, it is beyond horrendous. It is beyond imagination. Um, it, 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 it doesn't make sense to me. And, and those of us who don't hate people, those of us who don't want to kill people, will never understand right. why someone would want to go and kill the most innocent among us. Yeah. No use trying to sit and go, I just don't understand because you won't. We never will. Right. It's not. We won't have an answer. It's hard to navigate because of that, for sure. Right. It's just there there are no words to explain why someone would want to do this. And I don't know whether the shooter killed himself or somebody else shot him. But there are many times when people go and shoot a whole bunch of people, and then before the SWAT team gets there, they kill themselves. And I'm like, why didn't you go there first? Yeah. Why did you have to kill all those other people if you were just going to kill yourself at the end? Right. I don't understand it. Yeah. And yet somehow, I mean, unfortunately, at some level, I do understand it. And what happens, the reason someone would kill a whole bunch of other people before killing themselves is this is an I'm miserable and I want to make as many people in the world as miserable as I am. And then I don't want to pay the consequences on this earth. So I'm going to kill myself before you get to me. Yeah, exactly. And that makes it hard. I think that's one of the hardest parts about all of this is that moment where it's like there isn't really a justice moment for 
something that's so tragic and horrible. Yeah. No, there's never really going to be any justice for a person, whether they live or die. Yeah. That will, because this person lacks love, this person lacks connection, this person lacks compassion. And so they're not feeling the pain that all of these parents and brothers and sisters and grandparents and relatives are going to feel with the loss of this very precious child. Yeah. Right. And we we want desperately to have some recompense. We want desperately to have this person feel some pain, some consequence, some yeah. justice. And, and that is actually not going to happen. It's not going to, no. <sighs> Moving forward, we, we basically try to focus on the positive in our lives. Well... In this case, the only positive I can think of that one can focus on is who, whom we have left. Are there other children we need to take care of? Are there other relatives? Is there somebody you've forgotten to mention to recently that you really care about them? Yeah. yeah. And because there are going to be people who say, and the last thing I did was yell at them to get a move on. Yeah, true. Mm-hmm. The last thing I did was say, I can't believe you forgot your lunch again. Go back and put it in the car. And, 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 and parents and grandparents and older siblings feel bad about those things, but they never knew this was going to be the last minute. We, exactly. We, we can't blame ourselves for acting like regular human beings who always say to kids, get a move on. You forgot to put your shoes on. You're going without, get your, you know, whatever. Yeah. And this is what we do when we're trying to herd children into school. Sure. Um, So I I think it's really important to remind all of the people who are working with these kids that kids can feel your love even if you're being a not perfect human being on the last moment you saw them. So, so for us who are not in the, involved in the families or not the families, pay attention to who's in our lives and be Absolutely. thankful for them. Ab- absolutely. Um, I was talking to somebody recently who said that he wished his wife were more appreciative of the things he does. And I said, that's a really, really good uh, point that you're having. There's a high probability that she's not as appreciative as she could be. Now, this is something you could model for her. You could intentionally be more appreciative of the things that she does that you have noticed. And he paused and he said, oh, yeah, I guess I could be more appreciative of her, too. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> like, wow, what a good point. <laughs> and this is something that we humans are not especially good at. As, as a whole species, we tend to notice what's wrong. You didn't smile at me this morning. You didn't bring me coffee. You didn't remember to put gas in the car. Whatever it was you didn't do, I noticed. Mm-hmm. But you did 15 other things for me, and those I did not notice, unless I make a specific effort. So we can make a specific effort in our lives. This can be a, kind of an awakening moment for us to make a little more of an effort in our lives to appreciate the people around us and to let them know how we feel. Yes, that's important. And, and for the people who, the children who are remaining, 
it's important to be aware that somebody lost their best friend. Somebody lost their big brother or sister or little brother or sister. And there are going to be kids who are saying, I should have been the one who should have been shot and they should have not been. Yeah. And we have to be aware, even if they don't say that, I know these kids, some of them are thinking it. And And they feel guilty because I should have been shot or I'm glad I didn't get shot or it they're being human little children and it's important for them to know that we don't expect them to be perfect yeah yeah and to for the they don't have to be perfect for the rest of their lives to make up for the fact that they didn't get shot exactly and that's hard for them to understand too because I mean they're children they're they're kids they're not little adults yeah they're kids right Thank you so much, Dr. Sherrod, for your time. Are there any final things you'd like to say? I'm, I'm just so, so sorry. Um, and I hope we figure out how for this never to happen again. Thank you so yes, much, Dr. Catherine Sherrod, for joining us. Thank you for asking me.